in today's show. I'm here live on YouTube to answer your questions. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. This episode is brought to you by PrizePix. Check out PrizePix.com and use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. And one of those platforms we're available on is YouTube. And I am here live on YouTube right now. Hello to everybody who is here with me live in the chat. How are you? We'll get to all, Not no, we won't. I won't get to all of your questions because that is going to be impossible as I just bring my coffee cup closer. Um, yeah, I'll get to as many questions as I can in the next 30 minutes. So let's see who uh, what we've got in the uh, chat and start off with Awaz Patel. Is Dennis Schroeder a hold in a nine cat ten team standard league? Absolutely not. No, I don't even think that in a twelve team league he is going to remain must roster rest of the season. So in a ten team, he's currently out. There are way better players and way better waiver options you're going to have than just holding on to Schroeder through illness and shiftfulness. So no, in a ten team league, in a twelve, I probably would consider holding. In a in a 10... No, thank you. All right. James says, is an offer of Maxi for Mikael Bridges even a buy low offer? That's a good question. Sort of. Sort of. But I, it, that's really going to depend on how your team looks. I wouldn't say it's a true buy low, to be honest. The odds are that Bridges probably is better than Maxi rest of season, but it's not really a slam dunk to me. And it's, you know, you're trading a point guard for a guy who thrives on high percentage and defensive stats. So it is a very different thing in terms of their statistical profiles. Um, no, let's let's just go with no, it's not really a true buy low. Why am I so worried about Rob Williams? I'm not sure what you mean, Justin. Why am I so worried? I'm just, the history of him this season playing next to Al Horford has meant lower minutes in general. That's why, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm so worried. I have been saying that he has been a hold all season. He's been a buy low for big chunks of the season. Um, I wouldn't say I'm so worried, but yeah, there is the concern that when he plays with Horford, um, when was the last time that I shaved? What do you mean? Shaved like full skin? Um, probably last, like November 2020, I guess. I think when I did November and grew the mustache. Uh, so shaved it all back then. That's probably otherwise shaved with you know, the clippers about two weeks ago. Will Tibbs go back to Burks over Kemba? Moki, I honestly don't know. What Tibbs is doing at the moment is all over the shop. I wouldn't be expecting that to happen at this point. I wouldn't think that next game we'll get Burks starting over Kemba. I, I don't think that'll be the case, but we will see. Yeah, I don't think so. Who should we look to add with Rubio out? 
All right, it just depends who's available, mate. Like, I am not as big on Isaac Okoro as others are, but look, he's already getting 30-plus minutes a night anyway, so he's not going to jump up gigantically in minutes. Yeah, I think the guy that probably is going to get the biggest boost is going to be Chetty Osman when he returns. Um, Short-term, it's going to be like Pangos and Valentine. But if Okoro is there, you grab him. Um, I'm just not convinced that that's going to be the answer. A PJ Washington Jr., and Torres Maxi holds in 10-team leagues? It's a good question. In a 10-team league, look, I probably would be holding um, Maxi. PJ is on the fence for me in a 10-team, and that would really depend on what other good players have appeared on the waiver wire in that sort of a format. But I probably would hold both of them very, very softly, very loosely hold on. Who's my number one fantasy rookie going into the new year? Uh, I, I think it has to be Mobley. Yeah, it has to be Mobley. Russell, at what point in the season should I start tanking losses for seeding purposes in playoffs? I wouldn't do anything at any point for seeding positions. I think that is a complete waste of your time and brain power, personally. Achille Monet. Could Nick Claxton be the net starter? Yeah, absolutely. We will find out today because Aldridge is back. What they do, I think their best lineup will have Claxton at center when Kyrie plays. Kyrie, Harden, Durant, Joe Harris, or maybe Paddy Mills as a shooter, and then Claxton for defense. You don't need Aldridge when Irving plays. So I think there's a massive chance um, that he does. Kawhi Jelly. KY Jelly, sorry. Don't know why I said Kawhi. Josh, I'm thinking Kyrie has to get vaccinated if he plans to play on playoff games this season in Brooklyn. Am I thinking the same thing? Yeah. I, I, I do think he will get vaccinated, to be honest. I, I know that it's so hard to predict anything that Kyrie does, but I do think that he will get vaccinated later on in the season. Um, any idea when Olenek is back? Absolutely no idea. There was supposed to be an update this week, and the update was we don't know. So who knows? Knee injuries, we're always... If it's a six-week timetable, we're always thinking eight weeks. And remember that, whatever a knee injury timetable is, chuck a couple onto the end. That is generally the way you should look at it. And for Kelly, that would put us into about the 10th of January, I would say. And I think that is worth, he's worth looking at, but it's very hard to stash blokes at this point, given the amount of guys that are out. What part of Australia am I from? I'm in Melbourne. What's Rafi says, what's Kevin Porter Jr.'s rank ceiling this year in a category league? Ceiling, probably top 65, I would say is best case if he gets his percentages on track. Mert Osman, should I worry that Love will miss matches? He's not a consistent player. I don't know why you wrote that all up and down. You have to, look, literally everybody will miss games. I don't think that's, there's no concerns. Or there's no, no one that's immune to missing time. Is Kevin Love more likely to miss time than other players? Probably, because he's got a lot of back and knee problems in his history. So he is uh, definitely at risk of missing time, but... I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't add Kevin Love because he's going to miss a bunch of time. Is Okoro a hold in a 9-cat 10-10 league? I really don't think so. Like, the dude's a 222nd ranked player this season, and he's played 30 minutes a night. Like, in a 10-10 league, I, I think you can do better. I don't Look, I don't mind taking that flyer. We are going to find out in a couple of hours. So if you've got Isaac Okoro, you're holding him and seeing what happens today. But also remembering that in today's game, Darius Garland is out. And when Garland comes back, so what happens in the next two games or so is not representative of what happens for the Cavs for the rest of the season. So while Okoro, I would hold him for today, see what happens. If he does blow up, understand that Garland is going to come back and have an impact on that. What's the background on Shengun's nickname? Well, 
He looks like Andrew from Big Mouth. And this is Andrew from Big Mouth. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Patrick Collegia, these are the worst questions, and I'm sorry for calling you out, but this will CP3 be shut down for fantasy playoffs? The, the focus that fantasy people have on shutdowns, and I don't know where it started, it's insanity. Who, will Chris Paul get injured in April? I don't know. Will the Suns be 10 games ahead of everybody else and strategically rest their players? I don't know. Literally nobody knows. And making any sort of move or trade or waiver move based on things that probably won't happen four months in advance is a surefire way to screw up your fantasy team. So if your idea in your head on any sort of move is, oh, shut down risk, just eliminate it. Make your moves based on other things. This shit is completely out of your control and very, very random. Very random. Um, all right. I'm going to tell you guys right now about price picks. You've heard me talk about price picks for a long time, and this is Daily Fantasy Made Easy. If you haven't checked it out, you're missing out. I'm telling you, you need to go and check out this app for NBA and even mixed sport pick'em contests. It is the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, offering more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all of the superstar players as well as the bench guys. Any prop you can think of, points, assists, rebounds, threes, blocks, fantasy points, whatever, it's all there. And when you sign up, Go and deposit and use the promo code NBA. You get 100% instant match deposit up to $100. You pick two to five players. You pick their over-under props, slam them all together, and you can win up to 10 times on your entry. It's just you and the projected numbers. And you can do multi-sport, multi-sport one. So football and basketball in the one entry. Bang. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So go to pricepicks.com today and use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app. PricePix is daily fantasy made easy. If you're not playing PricePix, you honestly don't know what you're missing. Okay. Next question. Um, Josh, Josh, not Josh. Joe Nielsen, Josh, love your work. Who are your second half season sleepers? I think Nassie Little and Isaiah Hartenstein will both put up numbers the rest of the way. What are your thoughts on those two? I think Little, I don't, I oh know, I don't, I don't think that Little is going to be that guy. I think that it's, it's almost impossible to suggest what's going to happen in February because trades are going to impact that a lot. I don't see a path for Little pushing into gigantic minutes while Covington and Nance and Powell and McCullum are all still there. There is opportunities, but I think grabbing a bloke whose production is not 12-team worthy in the hope that in six weeks' time it becomes 12-team worthy, and even then it's not a guarantee, doesn't work out. Hartenstein is a very different story because he's producing already. Yes, he's out with this ankle injury, which is a real a real bummer, but Serge Barker's passed it. Hartenstein's got that backup job on lock, I reckon, and he's going to play probably 21, 22 minutes a night. So I, I do agree with Hartenstein there. In terms of other guys, it's very hard, especially at this point in the season and with what's going on, to go, well, what in February, I think this player is going to really blow up when there are so many factors that are completely unknown at this point to try and get behind that. And I think that a lot of that is just a fool's errand to try and grab guys to stash for that point of the year when yeah, 95% of the time you're going to be wrong with it. Um, next question here. James, I don't know. He said, who's the highest fantasy-ranked player to not make the All-Star team this year? I don't know because we don't know the All-Star team. Um, I'd have to I'll have to do a little bit of research on that, and I probably will because in the next day or two, I'm going to be doing my awards pod, so we'll have a look at that soon. What does Watfo mean? It means what are the... It's actually not Wafto, it's Watfo. What are the... Kids cover your ears. What are the fucking odds? That's what it means. 
Shout out to uh, Nate Duncan and uh, Danny LaRue for letting me use the Watfo concept on this show. Jordan Johnson, do I think Ben Simmons is likely to be traded well before the trade deadline or closer to the deadline? Nearly always. Nearly always your trades are going to happen closer to the deadline. So the your expectation should be that it is between the Admiral, Denny Avdia, and Denzel Valentine. Who should be the safest option to stream for solid value across all categories for today's game? Give me give me Avdia. Or Avdia. John Virgil Domingo. Do I think Chris Paul can sustain top 10 value for the rest of the season? Is he actually a top 10 player? I am not certain that's the case. Let me just go and have a look at the rankings because that does not feel right to me at all. But regardless, he is, I know from looking at this yesterday, he's 48th over the last two weeks. So this has been a drop for sure. Top 10, I would not put my money on, before I say that, I would not put my money on, I've got to check where I've got him projected. Chris Ball is the 24th ranked player this season. Yeah, so uh, top 10? No, he's, no. Um, Top 30? Probably. Um, Sad boy, who would be an ad with Julius Randle out with COVID? Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin is the ad. You go and add Obi Toppin because Obi Toppin, I think. Now, some people think, oh, maybe they'll start Taj Gibson. If Tom Thibodeau does that, he will never hear the end of it from me. I don't particularly like Toppin as a player or as a prospect, but you have to start Toppin, and Toppin is the ad. Okay. Derek Quintanilla. Is DiVincenzo good rest of season? I highly doubt that Dante DiVincenzo is going to be a must-roster 12-team league player this season. Ricky Flores says, Adesanya or Whitaker. Well... The only reason I know anything remotely about what you're talking about there, Ricky, is because I know who Adesanya is because it is my partner's friend's brother. So I will say, uh, I will say Izzy. What will Avdia's minutes look like if Beal KCP return tonight? Probably mid-20s would be my guess because they are without Dinwiddie and Neto and Holiday. So I don't know who their starting point. Will they just start Beal at point guard? I think they might if Beal is back. Um, but probably yeah, 23 to 20. Justin Holiday worth a pickup in standard leagues given all the paces out from protocols. Yeah, he's all right if you're really looking for steals and threes. He's not going to blow up in multiple areas. We're talking about Brogdon and Duarte who are out for the paces at the moment. So Holiday's going to definitely start and play good minutes. Um, yeah, Levert's going to play at the one, Holiday at the two or the three. And then they can maybe start Brissette at the three or they could start Keelan Martin or Tory Craig throws in there. So yes, there is some value I think there. In- who can I trade Norman Powell and Dennis Schroeder for? I can't tell you that. I got... It really depends on who, what people want to give you. Schroeder doesn't have much value at the moment. Powell's value is obviously elevated because of the absences in Portland. But it's very hard for me to give individual um, suggestions like that. Someone suggested, said to me the other day, wrote a comment on the video, like, yeah, you, you don't on the what to watch for, don't, don't go through every team. Just tell us who to pick up. And that is so far missing the point of any show that I do. I am not here for anybody, not a single person to blindly follow everything I say. I do not know everything. I can't possibly know everything. It's impossible. I can't sit here and say, add this person, add this person, because every single one of your leagues is different. So I could say, add this person, and it doesn't make sense in someone's league. All right, so it's literally impossible for me to do that, let alone like, hey, who do I trade this person for? Because I can say, you trade him for this person, and then you go to that person's manager, and they go, mate, what are you talking about? Shut up. It's not how it works. I'm trying to give you ranges or ideas of values of buy lows or sell high. And then you have to go through and try and figure out who the best guy that would make sense on your team. Because again, I don't even know what your team is or what your players you need in those sort of areas. It's very, very much an impossible um, ask. So, sorry, can't do that. Um, get it back with all the questions on it. Things aren't working there, but that's fine. So the questions won't appear on the screen here. So I'm just going to go straight to the chat. Someone said here, they have a must roster in 10 team league and I'll combine that 
with this other question I saw that said, um, is there a chance that Yurt 7 starts when Bam is back? Yurt 7 starting when Bam is back? No, no, I do not think that will be the case. I guess what you could say, they're going to bench PJ Tucker. I, no, I don't think. Great spleen. Is Paul George worth buying low with injury ambiguity? You have to buy really low because there is legitimately a chance he does not return until March or April. And you so you might be giving up players and him not returning. So I have significant doubts. I don't think he's going to be out all season, but that is a joke. That you trade for Paul George by buying low and you end your season if he doesn't return. Like your season's over. It is a big risk. It's a really big risk. So you have to be aware of how big that risk is. But if you want to reduce the risk of tasting a shitty protein bar, Bilpa is the answer for you. We're heading into January, one day away. It's New Year's Eve here today. So that means New Year's resolutions. And one thing you can do is try and lose weight. So why don't you go to your cupboard and look at all those high calorie sugary candy bar treats, put them in a bin, and what do you reckon we should do after that? Get that garbage out of here! Absolutely, replace them with Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar are covered in 100% real chocolate, but they're low in calories, low in fat, low in sugar, and low in carbs, but high in protein, and importantly, high in deliciousness. So those other candy bars, that's 240 calories a bar. That's ridiculous. Built Bar's 130. It is a gigantic difference, and it is a great way to start your weight loss journey. Plus, you're getting high protein, so when you're smashing the gym, when you're throwing weight around, you're, you're, you're pinging steel around in the gym, Built Bar's there to help those muscles build up so you have got the strength to carry your fantasy team through to a championship. So head to Built.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to save 15% off your order. That is Built.com and the promo code is LOCKED15. Built Bar is built different. All right, let's see if I can get these things back on the screen, get my little questions up to help you visually here on YouTube. It is... Not working. So I love when sick stuff like that happens. It's pretty awesome. Um, doesn't look like it's working. Oh, oh, no, we're back in business, I think. We are back in business. Okay. Do I have that drop? I thought I did. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I sent a trade for Paul George. I offered Norman Powell. Yeah, look, Jared, that is... Jared or Gerard? Um, yeah, that is, that is a good buy low. Because if it doesn't work out, you haven't lost a huge amount. Do I think Luca plays on Friday? Yes, I do. Qua, is the ankle thing he's going through something to worry about? I think it will cost him more time, personally. He's had ankle problems even last season. Um, yeah. Do I think D'Lo will be back tomorrow? Lineout man, I believe he is um, out for tomorrow, along with Towns. I don't think they are back tomorrow. But, um, yeah, they are ruled out. So I think uh, Edwards and Vanderbilt Bar will be as updated, and we're back in business. Is it worth trading Giddy and Shengun for Holmes in a nine cat league? RKO Sial. Well, RKO in a nine cat league, you've been around for a while. You should know that that might be worth it, but it's very, very different players. So you're losing Giddy's big assist numbers. Now, overall, Holmes is the best player in that group pretty easily. He's also been underperforming, but that might not work for you because you might lose Giddy's five, six assists per game. You don't get them back with Holmes. You don't find them on the waiver wire. And that might completely kneecap your team. So yes, but also maybe no. And the only person who knows the answer to that is going to be you, whether you can deal with that loss of assists. Offering Norm Powell for PJ13 is No, it's not ridiculous, Joe. It's worth trying. And uh, yeah, no one will ever accept it. Oh, well, if they don't, they don't. But buying low on Paul George does not mean sending a top 30 player for him because if it doesn't work out, you are screwed. So you just rather let it, let it fly. People will panic. People will do dumb shit all the time. All right, it just, it just happens. Throw Norm Powell plus Josh Giddy at Paul George. 
plus Obi Top, whatever. Just throw other guys. And look at that guy. That guy might have eight guys out through a COVID or a bunch of players injured. Nothing is that ridiculous. Ryan Porteous, any news on Beal playing today? The last we heard, Ryan, is that he is questionable. That is all I know at this stage. Who's most likely to lose value when the Raptors are at full strength? Well, Chris Boucher, number one. They're, they are basically back, the Raptors. So next game for them, yeah, what happens with Birch, Achua, Watanabe, Boucher? Like, do they start the lineup with Siakam at center again? And then if they do, that means that Birch, Achua, Boucher, Watanabe are all coming off the bench. All fours and fives. Someone is missing out there. Does Birch not play? Does Boucher not play? Does Achua not play? Does Watanabe not play? Someone's missing out, big time. Because then you've got Banton and Mahailuk or Flynn as your guard wing players. Or do they start Birch or start Achua? Then who goes to the bench? Gary Trent? Things are going to get very weird in Toronto. They have not had a full strength team really much at all. And we will see what happens. Declan, shady question. Do I think the Knicks will play better with Randall in protocols? They might. Randall is a very tough bloke to play with at times with his Randallness. You know, his constant must have the ball, facilitating as a power forward, lackluster defense. Not that Obi Toppin's providing good defense, but the ball will go into other people's hands. You'll see more of Kemba. You'll see more with Barrett with the ball in his hands. You'll see more of Burks and Fournier without Randall having to dominate things. I wouldn't say that I think for sure that the Knicks will play better. I'm 100% not ruling that out, though. Mr. Austin says, everyone's asking about LeBron for 9-cat. Why would you not keep him? I haven't seen anyone ask about LeBron. I haven't seen that, but anyway, that's fine. He's going to play rest of the season because Lakers can't afford to sit him. He needs to play at a high level. Yeah, agree with that completely. Any news on Simmons? Nothing at all. Jared is from Subway. Not a good bloke. No, I said Jared, not Jared. Jared. Jared, not Jared. Jared from Subway, not a good bloke. Correct. DJ Gitto, I know you hate big trades, but what do you think? Ben Simmons, Jonas Valanciunas, Anthony Edwards for Cole Anthony, Isaiah Stewart, Aiton and Milton. I think, why are you doing it? That's The number one question is why? What is your idea apart from look at me, I'm a big GM trading seven players in a trade. And that's, I'm not, I know that sounds rude and I apologize, but what is the idea behind that? Like you're giving away, like you're giving away two of the, two of the best, the two best players in that deal probably with Valanciunas and Edwards. And if Simmons plays, he's the third best player. I know Anthony's been playing well. Aiton's up and down. Middleton's fine. But like, what's what's the point of this? It might work out. It might not. In general, I'm just very, very skeptical. Got a few more questions to get through here. Is Bumba dead? I don't know what's going on with him, but that's the that's very low on the mystery totem pole. Yeah, John Isaac, Markel Fultz. There, he, that's the third less mysterious thing for the for the Magic, let alone the rest of the league. Like Willie Cauley Stein, is he okay? Rui Hachimura, does he exist? These blokes, Hachimura has not played. He's not even been in training camp. I know he's out in COVID protocols now, and we have seen him at least. Willie Coulistein, I don't know what's going on there. Where's he? Bumba has been a long time out with COVID. Yeah. Benji Fan, what are the odds that Love wins most improved player? 0.00%. You can't become most improved player and then also playing at 50% of your peak level, which is what Kevin Love. If there was like a comeback player of the year, maybe he'd win that. But there is not, so he won't. How likely is it the Nuggets-Golden State game is postponed? It does appear likely because the Nuggets don't have the players. I'm just going to have a look at their at their list because, yeah, it depends for them because they have got Chanchar, 
Rivers, Morris, and Gordon, all questionable. If those guys are out, they have one, two, three, four, five, six players only. Seven, actually. One, they've got Jokic, Barton, Campazzo, Jermichael Green, Davon Reed, Bowl, and Connolly. So one, two, three, four, five, six. They've only got seven. So they need one of Gordon, Morris, Campazzo, Rivers, and Chanchar to play. They're not Campazzo, Rivers. Gordon, Morris, Rivers, Chanchar, one of those guys needs to play, which is possible, but very far from... Um, very far from a guarantee. Jim Russo says, as long as Paul George is out, is Marcus Morris must roster play? Yes. What's his outlook if Paul George misses the rest of the season? Now, Morris is not a great fantasy player because he's a guy that doesn't get many steals or blocks or assists. He's not a high-volume three-point guy, but he will get really decent scoring numbers. I think maybe without Paul George, he can top out at top 90. Maybe. He's not He's not this yeah top 50-level player. Maybe top 90 if George doesn't play this season. In three years, who's the better A. Wiggins? It's still Andrew, but Aaron's playing. Okay, Andy Walken, any rational reason reason I should pick and hold a Congo in a 12-team head-to-head nine-category league? Absolutely no. There is not any rational reason to do that. There's not. What seed do I think the Nuggets require for Big Chungus to win MVP? I am very much against the idea that you need to be a certain seed to win the MVP. If you are the most valuable player, you are the most valuable player. I think that Jokic has got to be at least in the top three at this point. I don't care that the team is losing. Like Context is very important. He is providing a huge... huge, If it wasn't for him, they wouldn't be anywhere remotely where they are. So I, for my personal MVP voting, I don't care, but I understand that that narrative persists around the NBA. So they would need to be fifth seed and above, I think, for him to have a chance. I would think that. Maybe even fourth. Is Marcus Morris must roster in 16-team points? Yes, Eric, he's must roster in... Beteran Gungor. Sorry for mispronouncing that. Is Darren Fox a buy-low player? Yes. I think he sucked this year. Yes. And Sacramento will trade him. Also, yes. So, all of, yes, all of those things are true. He is a buy-low player. He has sucked this year, and Sacramento will trade him. I agree with all of that. Is Russell Westbrook a Hall of Famer? Yeah, without doubt. Without doubt, he'll be. How long will Jalen Smith be valuable? That literally might end tomorrow. He's had two good games without DeAndre Ayton. Um, and one of those was, was with McGee in foul trouble. I don't even think that if Aiton misses next game, um, that Smith has a guarantee to be valuable. So it's it's literally, it ends when Aiton returns, but it might end if someone keeps asking about uh, Adesanya. No, I haven't. I have not met him. Um, I've met his sister a few times, but no, I haven't, I haven't met him. Is Wagner a sell high? And if so, to what extent? Yes, he is a sell high. In a, I think he's probably going to hover around... Actually, you know what? You're asking... This is going to be second last question. We'll do one more after this. You're talking points league, so I've got to go check. I know I know where I value him in category league. So let's have a look at um, Wagner for points leagues. Wagner's the 92nd ranked player in points leagues this season. Um, I actually have him projected at 92 rest of season, and he has obviously been pushing higher than that recently. So if you're selling high, I, I think you're targeting top 70 to get a, a top 70 sort of player back, which, yeah, if I, yeah, to, yeah, top 70 guy. So look at someone who's producing at a top 70 level and that is, you know, trying to get 20 spots of value. Otherwise, just ride out this production. And let's do one. This is a good question overall. How do you complete a buy low trade? People in my league just love to overvalue players even when they're playing holery. Kadar, that's just something that happens. Like, there's no real way to be able to convince people 
to do something which is going to, in the end, be detrimental to them. Like if your league is against trading and overvalues their own players, it's just the way the league is. And I'll be honest with you, in vast majority of competitive leagues that I am in, trading is non-existent. We just don't do it. I don't, I have executed zero trades. I think in my leagues that I've been in this year, that I've had one trade offered to me. There's just, and I think maybe, I think maybe one, I'm in five leagues, two of them are no trade leagues, but the other three leagues, I think one trade has happened in those three leagues. Generally, in more, people can disagree with me this, I think in more competitive leagues, you have significantly lower trades. So you sound like you're in a good league then, or a really competitive league. If people are overvaluing or they don't want to do trades, that's just, that's just what happens. So when I throw a buy low out, it's not like you must get this player. It's like you try it, you try and get him at a lower price, but if you can't do it, oh, well, like that's just what happens. That's, you, then there's no way to be able to convince them. What you can say is, look, the, the thing is, it's very hard to be able to convince somebody when you're buying like, hey, 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 Paul George, man, he's going to be out for the season. Why don't you just give him to me? Oh, why do you want him then? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's very hard to be able to do that. Like, you've got to be able to produce um, positive positives for both. Say, hey, look, I don't have any injuries. I'm going to be able to slot Paul George on the injured list. You've got four blokes there. You've got four guys injured. I'll give you someone so you can actually yeah, get through here. You need a couple of wins these next couple of weeks to push yourself back into the playoffs. Yeah, Norman Powell's there. He's, I'm using examples from before. Um, yeah, he's putting up some okay numbers here. Um, that might be able to get you through. I can actually afford to, to stash George. If he doesn't come back, you know what? It dicks me over, but at least I can um, deal with it because I'm not, I'm not racked with injuries at the moment. That's the sort, you've got to be able to produce you know, um, a positive spin on both sides. And then sometimes it's really hard to do. That's how you've got to look at it. And that will end my discussion on, uh, on bylaws. So there you go. Well, that's, that's going to do the end of the show. Guys, thank you for being a part again of the mailbag show. Appreciate everybody being here. Don't forget, on the way out of this live video, hit a thumbs up. But if you are following uh, audio-wise, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify, go give five-star reviews. You can do that now. And then on the Odyssey app, and if you are on YouTube again, thumb it up, leave a comment, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.